Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you on a Friday afternoon, the MLB trade deadline is going down right now as we as we speak. It is the Hot Take Hot Box Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. That is a long title, but guess what? That's just how it is. We are coming to you live. Al Capone, we're not actually live. Al Capone, Ty Capone, how do you feel right now? How 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 are the Friday vibes? I know you work right. You work right after this, so it's not really. Uh, you're not buzzing. Uh, it's a Friday. I'm off tomorrow. Uh, Max Scherzer's a Dodger. Trey Turner is also a Dodger. Yeah, we are uh, we are excited over here on that front. Yeah, I mean, you know, Dodger fan over there. I'm a Phillies fan. We've you know we just got Freddie Galvis, so I'm kind of kind of juiced yeah. up about that. Play um, the parade. We had little scheduling conflicts on Wednesday and whatnot. We really just didn't do it. I don't know why we didn't do it, but we're coming to you live still on a Friday. Uh, we got not much to talk about UFC-wise this upcoming weekend. We got stuff to talk about from the past weekend and uh, Bellator fight that I know they, they, people throw this around a lot, but this is this probably is Bellator's best fight that they, they've ever put together. And yep. we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it all in this upcoming hour. Uh, but we're going to start with TJ Dillashaw. Uh, Corey Sandhagen, UFC fight night from this past weekend. I'm going to let you take the lead here because you you were on the Sandhagen. Uh, you were picked Sandhagen. I picked Dillashaw, and I don't think either one of us was wrong because it kind of was right down razor thin right down the uh, middle. But uh, I'd like to hear what you have to say first and just how, how you felt about the fight and everything that uh, went down. So I thought it was a great fight. <clears throat> it was definitely razor it was, it was really close. Uh, I still think Corey won, like, kind of easily in, in, in a weird way. Like, I thought he definitely got the second, thought he definitely got the fourth, and definitely got the fifth. Um, somehow he didn't get the fourth round. That, to me, doesn't make sense. I thought that was his best round. I mean, he did the most the most damage, or not the most damage, but that and the second were his best rounds. And one judge gave the fourth to fucking TJ, which was just insane to me, and that swung the whole fight. Had a lot of money on it, so I'm very butthurt. Uh, but it was a great fight. TJ, you know, fucked his leg up, fucked his eye up, and still won. I think Corey, I think he's got he's got some work to do, man. I don't know. He uh, his game plan wasn't great. You know, he had a he had a leg that he could have just kept kicking, and he didn't. And then in return, he got his leg kicked. And I don't think it was that bad as DC said, but it definitely hobbled him for that third round. That's why he lost the third round. That's why he arguably, I guess, lost the fourth too. Um, didn't think either of them looked good enough for me to. To pick them over Jan, I think Jan goes through everybody. I I, I haven't changed my mind on that. You know, they, they're both good. They're both great. But uh, it, 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 I'll just say that this division is probably my favorite. I'll, I'll definitely say that. It's awesome, dude. And uh, Saturday night was, you know, last Saturday night was a perfect example of that, man. Because it, it, that fight was a fucking banger from beginning to end. And it wasn't like, you know war like dudes are getting knocked down back and forth but it was a good technical like mixed martial arts bout where guys are they guys are making adjustments back and forth like Sandhagen came out and his like takedown defense was like rolling for submissions and he was just doing a lot of like crazy shit and putting himself in in you know negative situations and I think he made the adjustment second round he came out he started jabbing fucking TJ's face off he was moving he was you know like when the takedown happened he would like you know he dis wanted to disengage as quickly as possible. I think that the uh, judges gave TJ too much reward. They they reward uh, that that sort of non-offensive grappling where it's kind of just holding a guy up against the fence. Like he had him in the back position, and uh, this happens a lot where they're like, "Well, you know, it's the guy, the other guy's job to disengage," and it's a, like, but they scored as like an offensive position, like they're scoring points by holding a guy up against the fence, not doing any damage, not doing really, you know, m much anything to the guy. And I think you, uh, I think you can you can say this, or this is how I looked at it. Corey Sandhagen definitely won the fight. He like. He, he just beat him up more. He looked better. He got the better shots off, you know. But TJ Dillashaw won the con like the the match, the way the rules are set up, and the, you know, the the in the con within the confines of an MMA fight, he you know, I feel like he just did enough the way they they especially the way they were scoring it all night because it seemed like they scored that sort of grappling 
very highly all night long, which doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, oh. and, and and these some are some of the refs, same or uh, judges, I should say, that have been there the whole time. The uh, I'm not Sal I'm, I'm Sal Diamato, right? Junichiro, Junichiro. like all yeah, these guys well, have been around the entire pandemic. The like the whole like uh, they've just been around the fight game. And why I don't understand why you would change that from fight to fight. You know, it does it doesn't make any sense? You should have a set philosophy and everyone should be on the same fucking page the way they judge the fight it shouldn't be viewed a different way but uh, i i thought... octagon control and aggression those aren't things that are supposed to be scored first yeah like it's supposed to go by damage and total strikes if somebody clearly outstrikes the other in a round they get the round if it's a if it's just dead even like dead dead even then you go to other things i don't know how cory dill's uh cory sanhagen didn't outstrike and out damage T.J. Dillashaw three out of the five rounds. I I, I just don't. I, 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 it's beyond me that that didn't happen. But you know, I mean, it's it's kind of his I fault mean, too for you know letting that happen. He had fifty fucking leg kicks or whatever. You know, like he he was. Yeah. He, that's where a lot of those strike numbers kind of like got close. I think. But then T.J. Was, stopped doing it. Yes. The end. Well, because he was hurt. I think. I I mean. Yeah. I think that leg was, was really up. bothering him, whether it was from a prior injury or like the. I mean, he got put in a like knee bore sort of heel hook sort of thing in yeah, the first round. So I mean, that couldn't have felt good. Uh, the inverted triangle was pretty crazy that happened early on in the fight as well when. I think he just was like was about to slam him, and he kind of just like jumped on it, and it almost worked. And I think I, this is one of those fights where the the stock doesn't really go down on either guy. I mean, Sanhagen didn't win the fight, but he also didn't lose to some chump, you know. Yeah. So uh, TJ didn't look the way he looked before. I would say I, I think he kind of looked a little rusty. He was getting yeah. hit a little more than he used to get hit. Uh, he looked a little, uh, I mean, he kind of looked a, the same like quickness, but technically he kind of looked a little just rusty, you know? I, I don't know how to better explain that other than that. Uh, I, I would look forward to seeing him next time. I, I mean, I imagine it's going to be for the title, but who knows with the knee injury and how long it's going to take him. I mean, he looked like he got hit with an axe uh, right yeah. above his eye, you know? And it, was, it looked like it was almost into his eye. He was bleeding into his eye the whole fight. Uh, true championship performance, and uh, uh, like that seemed like a pay-per-view fight that we got to see for free, and that 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 always to me is a hats-off situation. Kind of felt like when we watched Poirier Dan Hooker, where you were like, oh wow, like that was a fucking banger, man. Like I feel like I yeah. just like got off for free. That's what it felt like watching that fight. Uh, I was satisfied. I obviously won money, so I, I I look at it more, you know. But I even thought when the when the decision was being read, I was like, I think Sanhagen probably won three two, but. Also, if you had a tide going into that fifth round, I, I mean, there's a lot of talk about the fourth and fifth. People just disagree on all the rounds. You know, I thought TJ won the fifth, but then I was like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if who gave who what round, and if my vibe was always, like, it just felt like Corey was kind of just, like, doing enough, but I, I yeah, don't know, I was, you know. like, But then the, the grappling thing kicked into your brain. It's like, well, I mean, look at the way they gave Macy Barber that fight for... They gave her that second that round for bad. doing nothing, you know? That like, was bad. Uh, everyone really knew bad. she lost that fight. I, I, be, I bet on her. Same. And I was like, wow. I, I, finally, the judges helped me out. And then the next two, obviously, they fucked me over. Yep. But I don't know how. Yeah, she didn't do anything. She looked really bad. So I told my friend to bet her. We're watching the fight. And he's like, what's she, what, what's she doing? I'm like, I, I don't know. She's throwing punches from 30 feet away. It's yeah. not really. Do you hear her, her, her coaches yelling, you have to actually try and hit her? <laughs> When she fought Alexa Grasso, she was, like, standing there trading shots with her in the third round like a fucking savage. And meanwhile, this is Miranda Maverick. Who, you know, she's good and all, but she's not great. You know, she fights somebody elite. She's going to get pounded. So I was really confused by that. And then, you know, she finally t turned it up in the third round. Uh, like she always does. I don't know. I'm not sure how she won the second. But, yeah, I don't know. These judges, man, the Apex judges, just I'm not – I don't, I don't want to bet on any more fights with those guys ever again. Yeah. Sal Diamato's, I think – He's back, cooked, dude. He was, he's somewhere. But the fact that TJ got a fourth from one of the judges and then a fifth, I, I don't know how. If only one of those didn't happen, it goes the other way. So yeah. just, I don't know, not a fan I, of that. And the thing is, like, I feel bad because it kind of takes away from the, the like, how great the fight was. But I, I just, yeah. I struggled to, this would have been one of them fights where I just, I just struggled to say someone got robbed or someone didn't get robbed because, you know. It, like forty seven, forty eight down the line, it, it just it, I, I I I but I understand the like the certain rounds you look and you're like like the same thing with the Macy Barber fight. You're like, dude, 
what the fuck were you guys watching? Like in the yeah. fourth round or what? Like, because some of those rounds are like blending together. Like the, the it's crazy. That's the way they they score the fights. You know, like five minute sections, and that's how you win the fight. When it's a twenty five minute fight, and like you know, I don't know. It's just, like it's just it's a little it's weird. And then the guys don't know the score, so they fight a certain way in the fifth round. It. You know, it always every time something like this happens, it opens up those large, uh, overarching MMA questions about should they have open scoring and all sorts of stuff yeah. like that. So I mean, which I I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I don't know. I guess if they implement it somewhere, I'd I'd be down to listen. But pretty, I don't know so what do you, I was watching. They had it on, but you know, what do you think of Dustin Poirier getting a ten eight against Connor, but Connor Phillips doesn't get a ten eight against yeah, Ali and Pablo? You know, I, what the fuck, man. What that, do we got? What are we doing? I, that's the shit that we're talking about, you know. I mean, what the fuck is oh my that? God, what did Dustin do to deserve a ten eight? He honestly, I'm telling you, a lot of this is like the I don't, you know, I don't even know, like the crowd, maybe, like yeah. uh, maybe that has an effect. I mean, he obviously like Dustin landed some shots, but like. Ten eight, you have to literally dominate a guy. Phillips like, was bo- like literally had him like where he wasn't Holly responding, and, and he was like, remember he was rolling around, and he was like, "Fuck!" Like he was like, "That was full panic," and they're like, "He might get him out of here." Like uh, the McGregor thing, he was in trouble, but uh, yeah, like he 10, looked like dead weight. That there. looked like a real ten eight, man. <laughs> you know, like uh, unbelievable. And then he loses a majority decision. I was so pissed. I kind of, I, I one guy had a ten eight, I guess, right? Yeah, only one. I don't understand what the other guys were. The, when I when the second and third happened, especially the third, I, I was very concerned because he kept doing the spinny shit, which got him tired. Yep. And then the second and third, Pive is like a zombie out there. He's walking forward, and then he's landing the better shots. And you know, he, I think he did win two and three, uh, which is just so sad, man. Because Kyler Phillips had this fucking fight one. He's big, he's the bigger guy. Pive is coming up. Yeah. Uh, there's just really no excuse for Kyler Phillips to lose that fight. I was really. I think it's really just experience, that. man. Sometimes it, yeah. you know, we, we forget He's about it. He's only 9-1, or yep. now 9 And that other guy has fought, like, what, 30 times? You know, like, yeah. we forget about sometimes how important that is that, I, well, what is he, 21-3, and three, I believe it says on Wikipedia, so take that sure. for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, I think that it, you can see sometimes that experience level just kicks in, and these guys just, you know, they, they, bust, their, they bust their nut, dude. They, they have five minutes, they try to get a guy out of there. And then they're like, "Oh my god, I, I like what's happening." It kind of happened in the Miguel Baeza fight against uh, your boy yeah. Pons. Yep. He like you know tried to get him out of there in the first, couldn't get him out, and then he's just like he's on reserves for the for the next ten minutes. So you're automatically thrown away the next two rounds because you couldn't get a guy out of there. Kind of happened in the uh, next fight we're going to talk about too. Guy just tried to get him out of there, couldn't do yep. it. Went for all these crazy submissions and gassed himself out, man. So. Paiva deserves all the credit, man. Paiva does deserve all the credit because he he the chips were down and he fucking came back. You know, like you said, going up a weight class. He obviously has more of a you know more durability. I don't know how durable he is at flyweight, but he's fucking durable. Durable, durable guy, man. He he was getting beat down. I at one point saw his head getting bounced off the canvas, and he was like, (laughs) he like it woke him up. He like rolled back over. Like, all right, now I'm ready to go. Uh, What a sicko. What a sicko indeed, and uh, from one sicko to another, Darren the Damage Elkins. Now, this is a fight I, I want to wanna just say in the beginning, I am uh, want to be respectful, okay? Darren Elkins, you deserve all the credit, but Derek Minner should, uh, I don't want to say you should be ashamed of yourself, but you really let one slide here, man. You really let, yeah. one, you let one get through your grasp. I think you know that as well. He had. There's no. There's no universe where you should have lost to Darren Elkins. Darren Elkins is a tough guy, but you were beating the literal breaks off of him. And I just don't understand some of these guys getting fall in love with the submissions when you know one thing's working and they want to just switch it up and like I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Just. I mean, just keep pounding that guy's brains, and you would eventually got the stoppage. I thought he's bleeding yeah. all over the place. He was like. I, I don't know. Uh, you, what do you think? I, I, I could keep. I'm just gonna keep ranting this whole time. So yeah, Derek Miller, man, he's he's he always is a first rounder bust. He has so many first round wins and losses. Uh, but after that, man, he's he's kind of a uh, you know damaged goods. Once it gets to the later rounds, he just he does dumb things and he he, he doesn't even realize uh, 
you know what other guy the other guys aren't just as gassed as he is he doesn't even wow. he doesn't even get it he's only so, been you know the last time he went the full distance probably his last fight right 2017 in the LFA oh really I thought his last fight went to this oh I'm sorry yeah, you're, right, you're, right, you're right you're right no no my bad Rosa that, that's With, it's at the top I couldn't even see Rosa. it before yeah. that though it was 27 I'm like looking at all these dudes like 2 3 1 yeah. 2 1 it's, 1 it's, 1 1 1 2 2 2 1 it's 1 nuts, 2 dude. Like, I've hit a couple unders and inside the distances on him yeah. and um either, he's, uh, like you said either way first round or bust definitely he's in I don't know what he, he he put Elkins in in something that Elkins had never been put in after the fight he said and that that's how good Minner is but then after that you know then you see how bad he can be also he just, um, I, don't, I don't like to also say this as well, but it seemed like he, I don't know if he was hurt, but he quit. Like, he, yeah. he, real, like he realized it wasn't going his way, and he, like, made that, like, McGregor business decision where it was like, okay, I'm just kind of going to chill here and let them stop the fight. Like, I'm not going to keep fighting. Yeah. I don't blame you. I mean, you know, when it's not going, you know you don't have anything left. It's like, all right, yeah, get me out of here. <laughs> you know, but uh, it just, it just, I you just could tell that Derek Minner's the better mixed martial artist but that's not always what wins you fights man that's you know heart and fucking soul like you know indiana heart and soul like darren elkins has that's what that's kind of what wins you some fights sometimes team alpha team alpha male legend dude darren the damage elkins glad he's still fighting winning fights though yeah i mean that's two in a row after coming off a four fight losing streak oh you know uh, he's ready for a top 15 run he said so I guess we talked about uh, yeah, Barber I mean, and Maverick. Come on, though. Hold on, real quick. No way. Okay, <laughs> let's just stop that right there. But go ahead. Uh, I guess we talked about the Maverick and uh, Barber. Fight, not, yeah. not, it wasn't that great. Nothing really happened much. Uh, it was a pretty we'll big fight, but it, it was more we'll about the judging. What, yeah, we'll see what what happens next. I suppose. I mean, they can get pretty decent fights at 125. Uh, Want to skip over to Yanez and Costa? What a fight that was. Quickly though, I did want to say like I I didn't want to I want to give Maverick her her due because I thought she looked good, and I think yeah. she is a like uh she is a big time like gonna be a problem uh, you know for for years to come it seems like because I mean she won that fight that would have been like six or you know so in a row and she's beaten some you know beat your girl Leanna Joja like she you know she's beaten yeah, some sir. you know some pretty good talent and I don't know I just feel like it was robbed from her but she also you know it's I don't could, could have done more. You know, I also yeah. I always feel like that you just could have done more. And Macy Barber yeah. put it on her in the third round, but that, yeah, you know what? Let's not even waste. It. You're right. We should have just skip over. Who cares? <laughs> it's just such a nothing fight. Macy Barber, we we, we want to see both of them fight again. Another fight where no neither one kind of lost stock except like Macy Barber we were like, "Okay, we kind of know what this is." Like she's uh, yeah. you know, she's not the future anymore, dude. Uh, I nope, let's just say she's that. The... The present. Yeah, she's she's, the, she's no. like the um, running out of time sort of thing. Adrian Yanez, Randy Costa, banger. Absolute banger for the seven minutes that it was going on. Uh, Costa was beating the shit out of him in the first round, and then Yanez just... That was curious. He just kept hitting with every single jab. I bet Yanez inside the distance. Yeah. And I told my buddy again, I told him to bet this fight, and he's like, dude, what's going on? He's, he keeps letting him hit him. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm yeah. super confused. I mean, the speed, but the speed was a huge like not only the length, but like he just was like couldn't get out of the way. He could not believe he was getting hit so many times, but fucking absolute zombie, bro. And Costa looked good too. I thought Costa was gonna like go out or, like how what happened, like but just early in the first. Yeah, uh, but he looked fucking awesome, man. He was peppering him. It, it was just uh, he was a lot. He was very hard to predict. But once Yanez like kind of saw what was going on, then he pressed him forward as when it really made a difference. Yeah, he. T you can see the fight turn. He started firing um, body shots, dude, and just mm -hmm. like slowed him, stopped the movement, and and then he just started like uh, the same way. Like Costa just kept getting hit, or or Yanez was getting hit. Costa just kept getting hit and couldn't move him. Yeah. Just fucking, that, that, it just completely turned. We were looking. I was like, oh boy, like that. This is like yep. the same it's way. Time. I bet Costa because it was like plus whatever. I was just like, why not? Because. I was, yeah. at my, I was at my buddy's house, so I was like, why not? And sat there, and then I was like, dude, this is actually going our way, what, what not? And then you just could, right away when you saw it go the other way, it was like, oh, this fight's over. Like, he, he's not going to, the same way Costa let him get out of it, Yanez is not going to let him get out of it. Mm -hmm. So, congratulations to Yanez. I don't know what, I mean, that's another that's another 35 fight, dude. Fucking best division in all the of the martial nuts. arts, man. 
it, it, I was looking at it earlier and I was like, wow, it's, it's, you know, top 15 is really good. And then I was looking even beyond that and fucking load it everywhere. Um, probably that and lightweight, I think lightweight now with Connor fading and Khabib being gone and everything else, I think it's, it's still obviously good, but Drew Dober being ranked is, uh, you know, he's probably not ranked anymore, but it's, Still, it's starting, like, it's starting uh, to lose its pop. Ferguson yeah, is like off the wayside, man. you know, like all that stuff. Yeah, so he's lost his mind. Yep. He thinks there's a chip in his leg. Well, that that was already that had already been happening, but <laughs> you know, uh, well, yeah, like when you look at the 55. You're right, like Tiago Moises, Armin Sarukin. Yeah, like like it's you know it's it's okay. But Brad Riddell, Diego Fiera. I mean, yeah, that's where it starts. Kevin Lee fall off a little bit kevin lee your boy gregor gillespie and conor mcgregor for the u.s but even 135 like i think it's a long fish. hold on uh you know whatever honestly but uh, timor valley he's not even ranked at 135 yeah you know there's a lot of 35ers i mean is o'malley jack ranked sure yeah he's ranked i think is Jack Shore's like a good prospect who's not ranked chris gutierrez isn't ranked julio uh, arce who also fought o'malley's uh, still not ranked Oh shit! He should be I'm surprised he's not. Yanez, Mario Bautista, uh, the other Umar Nurmagomedov. That division's absolutely loaded. Um, Dillashaw now the second ranked bantamweight. Yeah, yeah made Peter sense. Allen. I guess he. Uh, what about your boy Brendan Allen? Brendan Allen looked awesome, man. Uh, yeah, he took a lot of fucking heavy shots. I was very surprised. Yeah, and it didn't affect him at all. Soriano was kind of just getting the uh, i guess he had trouble with the length he was kind of getting jab. he was getting hit a lot it looked like yeah and you know i, I just kind of it just kind of seemed like uh i don't know how to you know more, uh, this is another experience thing it seemed like to me you know where i mean so yeah. was kind of kind of still green you know i mean what's that his first loss was, was that his first loss yeah yeah like, he mean, was throwing he, he was throwing everything. Just trying to put him out yeah that's the thing it's like that with those guys when you knock everyone out and then you fight a guy who you can't knock out. It's you're you're fucked. Yeah, I made the mistake on betting on him, but you know, uh, I backed my decision. Yeah, well, listen, Brendan Allen has uh, completely turned it around ever since. I mean, he had that rough loss to Sean Strickland, but uh, yeah, no Sean Strickland is a good good yeah, fighter. Exactly. That's no like you know headlining no UFC event. To. Yeah, exactly. Even though, yeah, we'll we'll talk about all that. <laughs> But, you know, Brendan Allen with that, I mean, was that an ankle lock against Carl Roberson? Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's got some big wins in the UFC. He's a fucking good fighter, dude. Just beat Kyle Dawkins last year. So, you know, Kyle Dawkins is Kyle Dawkins. But yeah, Kyle Dawkins okay. is fighting uh, Kevin Holland. We keep talking about that. But when is when the, I mean, when are we going to get some actual fights that intrigue us, dude? I mean, because uh, this week, uh, this uh, obviously we just had one, but like, when's the next one? When's the next one we look forward to? Um, I guess maybe in the one in not even the one in September. Uh, well, so they have the back to back pay per views at the end of September. Be- no, actually, they don't. When is one of those back to back pay per views? It might be in. It is in September, uh, I believe. It's no, it's October, November. It's okay. the Blakovich one is free. For some reason, then you have Usman Covington after that. I believe. I believe. Um, but the end of September, you have Volk and Valentina and that card. But uh, until then, man, you don't have like a really stacked stacked card. I mean, Derek Lewis here gone. That that card was supposed to be something. It's it's still gonna be good, I guess. But it's it has more some like good a, fights, but it's not. It's more it's like not a, a pay per view. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one after that, you know, Jarek Henry or Kelvin Gaslam. Sure, you know, I guess. But as a headliner, you know, no, Pantoja and Roy Val being a co-main is awesome. Mark O. Madsen and Clay Guida. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, Maybe the, like, I, I like Darren Till, so I, I'm excited for maybe to see Darren Till and Derek Brunson, but. Sure. You know, like, that's not really, I'm not, like, it's kind of the same way I felt about the Dillashaw fight. It's just, like, cool, like, let's go. For I guess Volkanovski and Ortega, that, that card is probably yeah. the next one, right? But before that, you have Anthony Smith and Ryan Spann headlining an event. Yeah, you know, and so I what guess we we're waiting for, what what is that day? September 25th? You know? Yeah. That's a long time, man. We're, we're, sit, we're sitting here on July 30th, dude. I you know. know. We have to wait, you know, we have to burn two, um, two months to, uh, until we get some fights that we actually care about. I know, it's, I, it's, I, it's, I it's a rough, it's I a rough go I hope the fuck not, it. man. 
But <laughs> back to the uh, to the card, I kind of just a little sidetracked us. So I'm just going to run through some of these. Uh, Imavov uh, destroyed. Yeah, Heinish. I mean, I just getting finished. I mean. I, I don't know why I'm sorry, but for that, by the way, if I if you listen to me, and I think I, I if I may have picked Heinish, I bet Heinish. Uh, I yeah. felt stupid doing it, and that yeah, goes to show you, dude. That guy is just completely jacked for no reason. Has almost I don't know what his thing is. I don't know what like what is his skill. Is he a wrestler? Because he can't wrestle he's either. Like a, he's like a grinded grinded out just guy yeah well he is going to be a measuring stick for guys who you know, i don't know who's going to lose to him but because he, he uh, what i have nothing but bad things to say about him he's a uh, foreign uh one in four in his last five fights in Heinish? yes yeah. with a win over gerald Mearshart. yeah he's, he's just, fucking jack now i, like, I want to say that all the time but yeah if they run it back it might it might go differently mickey gall Easy, easy win of Jordan Williams. Yeah, that dude stinks. Yeah, that <laughs> that oh, that's my, he got he got rocked by Mickey Gall standing up. I was so confused. Yeah, I mean, that guy sucks. hey man, all respect to Mickey Gall. Good win, buddy. But I was Jordan Williams did not impress me in in the least. He, uh, I mean, he got fucked up in in the three minutes that he was in the fight. I mean, he's bleeding yeah. all over the place. He got subbed like with ease. Uh, I, you know. Congrats yeah, to Mickey Gall. Julio Arce destroyed Andre Yule. Arce's good, man. Again, yeah, hey, man. Another good fight, fighter in that Another division. Another bantamweight. Uh, Cesaro Eubanks, the Sarge, took that easy was... work of Elise Reed. What are we doing? Why yeah. was that a fight? The CFFC <laughs> champion. She should go back that to CFFC. Sad, she should, you shouldn't jump from the CFFC to the UFC if you're a woman. You should go to Invicta. And if you fucking run through everybody in Invicta, that's when you're legit. Not even legit. I mean, yep. we've seen Invicta champions. Of an, uh, what's the name? Uh, wasn't Nico Montano an in, Invicta in in champion? I know she was a UFC champion. Uh, there was somebody awful yeah, she, who was an Invicta champion. Forget who. I mean, Nico Montano was like a highly touted, like one of the Ultimate Fighter. Like, yeah. yeah. I can't. So this Elise Reed chick, man. Did they take her off the card? Uh, yeah, she. Yeah, that fight's off. Yeah, I guess when you don't even give a fuck about. Uh, anything making the weight that they're just like all right go bro get the fuck out of here yeah i mean i mean if she has something going on that sucks and you know i feel bad for her but she could she can go to bellator or something you know what i mean like well like just to, i guess be the, like i don't know stop you, I, I understand if you have the things going on i feel bad for you but you also are holding other people up though like that that yeah. other woman was like scheduled to fight you and now like you know, who no knows one. if she gets paid what the fuck she's supposed to get paid or whatever, you know? Yep. Like, you, you kind of fucked yeah. her shit up, too, so. I feel bad for you, she, but I also feel bad cut. for the other people that your, your you know, decision affected she, or whatever. She right? has more canceled fights than actual fights. I yeah, believe. oh, it's unbelievable. I, she won the Ultimate Fighter in 2017. She only has one UFC fight <laughs> after that. Huh. So, almost that's five insane. years now. That's, ins- that's absolute insane. That's absolutely That's insanity. So crazy. She hasn't even been close either. That, that some of these were like she's always had like weight problem. I mean, she was at one twenty five for the one, uh, and then she like completely just like didn't even show up for the. Uh, I'm about to look at her thing and see how many of these fights that, that have been canceled, dude. There's a there's a Carol Rosa. However, she undisclosed reason she pulled out. Uh, Julian Avila, however, Montano's coach tested positive for COVID. It was rescheduled. <laughs> However, Montano tested positive for COVID, and the bout was moved to this. Subsequently, on September 1st, announced that Montano withdrew from the bout due to travel restrictions. In turn, Avila was rescheduled for Sajara Eubanks. She probably got fed to her. It's the Sarge. Yeah. Uh, she was scheduled to fight Macy Chason. She was to pull, Montano was forced to pull, uh, to pull from the event due to an injury. She was replaced by Shanna Young. Good luck with that, Shanna. Another injury. Montagna was scheduled to face Sarah McMahon in a Bantamweight bout. However, McMahon pulled out of the bout. Okay, all right. And was replaced by (laughs) Juliana Pena. She lost the fight via unanimous decision. Yep. Montagna has been suspended six months by by the USADA in 2019. I mean, Montagna was scheduled to face Valentina Shevchenko on September 8th, 2018. Valentina got UFC 228. However, prior to the weigh-ins for the event, Montagna was transported to the hospital to the effects of weight cutting. Couldn't make make weight. Couldn't make the weight that she just won the Ultimate Fighter on. Yeah, so she, uh, you know, she's, yeah, she's got a lot going on. But uh, 
besides Uriah Hall, Sean Strickland, there's not really much on this this tomorrow's card that I'm inter- I guess I guess I'm interested to see. No, nobody, not really. Um, wow, really nothing. Uh, Philip Rowan, that dude, or Orion Koche, one of the twins. Yeah, I guess that's cool. It's the first fight, you know. Uh, why not? Ashley Yoder. Ashley Yoder is like kind of too big of a favorite for me to bet. So, you know, she's. I don't know. That's going to happen. Kai Kamaka, yeah. They're probably going to have to redo this whole bout order again, which is so sad. Um, Can you Chris Gressmacher. Chris Gressmacher's back. Rafa Garcia is pretty good. I'm actually. I want to see how he looks. I know he lost his debut in UFC, but he went three rounds with uh, Hack Brass, and to get him in your debut is kind of tough. He beat Bond, uh, Humberto Bandana. Humberto Bandanai in combate. So he's got some kind of experience. I'd like to see how he goes against a veteran like Gretzmacher. Barberina's back. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I thought I thought we uh, we did away with him a couple years ago, but guess not. A minus two fifty five favorite on Fanduel right now. Who? By Brian Barberina. Yeah, Jason Witt's. Uh, He's not good. Jason not Witt good. is not good. <laughs> So Ryan Benoit is ten and seven. Zaruk Adashev's three and three. This fight has been in the works for like a year. It seems like. What do you got? I don't know. <laughs> I got Adashev. I got Adashev. He's got a good name. All right, plus one twenty. There you go. Uh, Gloria De Paula and yeah. Cheyenne Bays. I guess I'll go with Bays because De, De Paula. Is uh, not good. The base is pretty bad herself. Also, so. don't know where that the bay comes from with the U, but I, I do understand. I respect her. Uh, yeah, her choice. Are, tell me how to say her name, but I'm just I'm <laughs> phonetically I'm just a little confused. But I'm a little <laughs> stupid. Uh, not sure how that's uh yeah, how it works. Uh, I'm having trouble. Minus she should change it. One seventy six for Cheyenne Bays. Uh, Ronnie Yaha. 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 Uh, He's got a lot of losses. Yeah, I mean, he does have a lot of losses, and that 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 being the co-main event, if that's actually what it is, is <laughs> it's sad. I hope not. I hope not. That dude Kong, I think his best win is like Brandon Davis. Brandon Davis. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he lost to Hamosh. Yeah, he almost beat he's him. He's the favorite. Kong Yo Kong yeah. is minus one twenty. So I, listen, guys, Aniyaya is pretty cooked. We're not going to lie to you. I don't have any like serious picks here, but I am going to rip off a few for you. Uh, one yeah, being yeah, Uriah yeah. Hall. All right, I'm going yeah, Uriah that's Hall. That's going to be my pick. Plus one sixty six. And this isn't even like a personal thing. I just think the number's good, and I just I don't know. I I'm going, I, I'm going personal here for, for the dude who's going to just absolutely go on Instagram rants about he hopes. Palestine burns to the fucking ground. I hope this dude gets his face absolutely smashed into the fucking dirt. Absolutely, 100%. Dude's a scumbag. He's also out of his mind crazy. I don't know if you've seen some of the things he's been, like, saying or, like, that he just says on his Instagram story, Sean Strickland. He, like, says the most random things. It's so weird. He thinks, like, people are following him, I think. Uh, I don't know, man. Probably has some serious brain damage from fucking fighting, so... (laughs) Yeah, well, I hope his brain gets splattered. Jesus. Uh, Uriah Hall is so, Uriah Hall is so like, easy to like. He's such a good dude, and he's fucking scary when he tries. The problem is he likes to coast way too much. Yeah, but <coughs> so, I don't think Strickland's going to let him do that, so it's, I think it's going to bring the fight <coughs> out of him. be his face. Yeah. I think Strickland might wrestle him a little bit, which I hope he doesn't because Uriah Hall is going to get taken down and just laid on. It might get finished. But if they stand up, dude, I, I think Uriah Hall has a really good chance. Uh, defensively, he's not really sound. He could get hurt easily. I just don't know if Strickland can put him out like Uriah Hall can put him out. Yeah. That's what I th- I mean, I just think on the feet, if you see the way, like, Strickland's kind of, like, likes to get himself into, uh, like, exchanges. Like, oh, yeah. uh, some, some of the times, like, he just invites more of the war. And I think if you do, like, but I think he's trained with Uriah Hall, so I think he's not going to, I don't, I, I imagine he wouldn't do that in this fight, but... That's what I, I wouldn't do. Like you said, I would probably try to wrestle him a little yeah. bit, you know, just to make him it uncomfortable and then ha- and then have him wind up standing up against the fence the whole time, and then you could probably have your way with him maybe, but, you know, it's all it, – it, game plan's easier, you know, until you get punched in the face, as Mike Tyson would always say. So Right. So I think I, I might take him too. Uh, I'm going Uriah Hall, though. That is a confident plus uh, pick. I wonder what Hall is pick. inside the distance. It's plus 270, so that's not bad. 
I feel like that's if he wins, I don't know if he's going to win a decision. So, yeah, that might be the way to go. Uh, other than that, I don't know if I have any other picks. Really, would you go Cheyenne base? Yeah, I would, I would go with her. I just, I just would. I can't bet her at that price. That's really. Yeah, I I think she's probably parlay worthy. Like, uh, no, no, I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, it's not bad. I I just can't. I don't know, man. I don't know if I trust any of these people. Like. Yeah, Arena like, minus two seventy five in two thousand twenty one. Man, I don't know about that. Maybe Rafa Garcia, but even he's still an unknown, you know. So, oh, yeah, and he's minus three thirty. So that's yeah, a lot of exactly. I, mean, I don't trust so, Kai Kamaka, or, or no, but I don't like Danny. Like he's kind. I kind of like that minus one sixteen. So that might be that might be my parlay right there for you folks. Uh, there you go, Kamaka, Uriah Hall. Boom! Send it in. Other than that, I have nothing for this. Yeah, Kamaki, right? You want to move? It. I don't like anything move to else. Move if you want. Yeah, we might as well move the Bellator. I, you know, I like the <clears throat> Orion's minus one fifty four. Yeah. Phil, Phil, Phil pretty bad, but I, Orion's he, belt. Yeah, but he has more experience. I, what am I talking about? Fuck! Don't bet that shit. Hold on. Oh my god! <laughs> Mike just exploded. Oh, yeah, exactly. that's, that's Orion that. popping in there. But don't bet. Don't bet that shit. Don't do it. Bet Uriah Hall and get out of there. Get out. But you could also bet on the Bellator card, which is going to be nice. The main event is about as close as you can get if you look across the board here on the on the AJ McKee versus Patricio Pitbull. He is minus one ten, minus one ten on, on Fanta. Wow. Minus one ten, minus one ten on DraftKings. Like it goes right down. Minus one fifteen on a uh, No one really uh, the highest number you can get is a plus one hundred on McKee. No one really. Uh, I mean, it, it, Patricio is like the favorite by a thin, thin margin on some of these. So, yeah. What do you think? I mean, this, like we said, this is about the best fight that Bellator's ever put together. Not, not to say it's the biggest, but it is the best. It is the absolute best that you could possibly imagine because these are two forty-fivers that could easily hang with any of the forty-fivers in the UFC. Yeah, and the thing with Pitbull, I think they've talked about him possibly moving down. To 135 and getting a third belt that would be nuts and i think he could easily do that there's nobody down there beating him and apparently he can do it but we shouldn't get past aj mckay aj i love aj mckay i think he's he's bellator's best uh i guess homegrown developed guy they've had him since i think two i think his first fight i think his whole career he's been bellator so yeah, he's beating some good guys. He's, what, only 25, 26, and he's already beaten Darion Caldwell first round. Derek Campos, third round. Uh, Karakanyan, who has way more experience than him, beat him in 10 seconds. Beat Pat Corinne. Uh So, you know, Pitbull might be a it's, – it's a big step up, obviously. And, you know, maybe McKee loses. Uh, I hope he wins. I hope he wins. I, I think Pitbull's a little – he's talking a little bit too much. You know, you win a couple belts or belts, and now you're all of a sudden you're, you're the best in the world. I, I don't know. The good thing about uh, having this on Fridays, we have a little more information than we usually do on a uh, on a Wednesday or whatnot. Right. You know, I mean, yesterday they had that press conference, and uh, they were taught. I was listening to the Luke Tom, you know, Luke Thomas, and uh, what's his name, Cam Brian Campbell or whatever, like the whoever the yeah, Bellator guys they had. Yeah, your boys. Uh, one I, I combat. Want to just say, let me get this out there. Luke Thomas is on the. Uh, the list of journalists I don't listen to or anything, uh, I, I, I love, anything Luke I Thomas love Luke. or Brett Akimoto says I do not listen to, <laughs> even though Akimoto did break the uh, Usman and Covington uh, news. There you but go. Side note, they were talking the about goat. how let, can we see if Pitbull, uh, Rashad Evans is even talking about it, if Pitbull, you know, he's usually calm and collected and all that, if, we can get, if he can get under his skin. He absolutely yeah. did. I mean, Pitbull lost his mind for no reason. And yeah, he took his belt. They're the dads. Yeah. Both dads were fucking going They were yelling at each other. He told him he was going to beat oh, him up in front crazy. of his family. His kid very and nice. <laughs> very, very, very nice. And uh, it has me excited. It's going to be on Showtime on Saturday night. Uh, it's one of those things, one of those Bellator cards that I am going to tune in for uh, at least the last two fights. Uh, well, 100%. Yeah, I mean. Well, the last know. three. Got to see Usman Nurmagomedov. Right, right, right. Okay. Usman and Khabib's love child. 
Yes, Usman Nurmagomedov, which I was not that Im- – well, I guess I was impressed, but the, he didn't finish the guy last time, and he, but he was beating the shit out of him. But he kind of gassed out a little bit. So, God, I guess yeah, he's he was only 22. Usman. Yeah. He and, definitely needs to take it easy, take it slow, I guess. Yeah, he can strike, though, dude. He He's not like the rest of the Nurmagomedovs, and they you were know? not kidding. He, he fires some fucking uh, – he fires heat behind everything he throws. Uh, but – and who who would you go for in on a, on a pick here? Like I I'm I'm probably picking McKay. I just I'm gonna go McKay. Yeah, something's telling me that this like he's different than the rest, and that he's just gonna uh, he's gonna get he's it. gonna figure him out. Yeah, I think he's just gonna do do something. I don't know. I think it might be his time. I think he might hurt him and then like get him into some sort of grappling situation and like just I'm catch s- him slipping. I'm scared to bet against Pitbull, so I don't know if I'm gonna do that. But I, I'm gonna go McKay. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I mean, as long as it stays minus one ten, minus one ten, I kind of like McKay. Uh, it's a little odd that Pitbull's this close to even money because very rarely do you like when you. <laughs> that see won't him, happen much. Yeah, you know, I mean, he fought Emmanuel Sanchez. He was, my, what minus like two seven. I mean, he was it was up there. It was three hundred. It was it was a high number. So yeah. getting him this low, if you're a Pitbull guy, th- this is the time. But. It's absolutely his biggest test in quite some time. If you want to, I mean, Michael Chandler's of the world and whatnot, but you know, I think you might be able to make a nice little parlay just off this event, or maybe like I, I Ooh, think we, what we could. could do, are we going to cross events? I never yeah, even think I about think this. We could, we could do that. They're both wow. on Saturday. We go with like Uriah Hall and fucking Vanessa Porto. She's going to win. That's going to be easy. We can go with like whoever you want in the McKee uh, Pitbull fight. Like either way, you know, it's the same thing. So whichever way you want to go, throw in one of them. Usman Nurmagomedov, he's minus fourteen hundred, so you know I don't want to do that. Uh, I like Justin Barry; he's making his debut. Luke Thomas, funny enough, actually talked him up a lot. He said he's he, he trained with him once somewhere, uh, and uh, yeah, but he said he he got his fucking ass beat. I, I would dude, help. Yeah, well, obviously, but apparently this dude he he, he takes it to a lot of guys. Justin Barry, uh, he's making his debut. I think he's the first fight minus one fifty against Daniel yeah. Compton. Not uh, on I Fanduel. I can't find the fight on Tapology. I hope it didn't get canceled. It, 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 it's off a couple of books, so it's definitely possible. Oh, uh, it did. Barry failed pre, pre-fight medicals. Well, there goes that. So, either way. <laughs> God damn off, it. Luke Thomas, damn it. Either way, you could do like a Georgie Karakanian, because I think he's going to be your boy Kiefer. He's a big favorite, too. Minus 245. Um, yeah, I got him 290 on uh, Bavada, but 270, I should say. But yeah, I think we could do. I, th- I think we'll definitely be in the talks. We don't have anything finalized because oh, wow. we're just, you know, there's, there's a lot of a lot of bad ugliness going on. But 245 is the best number you can get. So on Fanduel, looks like Fanduel, you can get some real like the. I'm on the. They highlight like the best numbers of any of the uh, of the things, and. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of those fights you can get the the best odds that they have supposedly, but a lot of them are That's crazy. close. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. Brent, Brent Primus, you know, big underdog, well, plus one six. Yeah, hasn't fought in a minute. He might be a little bit cooked. Mads Burnell minus one eighteen. That's the best number you can get on this list. He's as high as one forty three, one fifty on some of the Sheesh. things. So, huh. There you go. So here, here is the official one. I am. I'm not. I struggle to put my man Mads on here because yeah, it just it's just too close of a fight. But AJ McKee, Mads on just the the Bellator one. If you're just playing that, and obviously put, you got to put Vanessa Porto in there. Yeah, uh, that would be the three on that. And if you want to cross over, I may take Mads out if you if you're not if you're feeling a little queasy. But <laughs> if you want to man up, it's Uriah Hall. Boom. And I, 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 yeah, I'm not even going to put Kamaka or anything on that. So it's just yeah, Uriah Hall, AJ cute. McKee, Mads Burnell. Kind of all close and Vanessa Porto. Other than that, folks, there's not a lot you can trust this weekend. And yeah. I, it may, it's an uncomfortable feeling. Put it mildly. Put it's, it an, mildly. it's an uncomfortable feeling, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I mean, I, I guess it, the next fight, you know, I talk about. If you want to talk about a little news or fights that are coming up, because you know we got a, we got a little bit of time here at the end of the pod, um, I guess Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley would be like the next, and, I, and that's sad to say, but it's know. coming up, dude. It's gonna be it's gonna be a big deal. 
Ryan Woodley. Uh, Ryan Paul. Problem child. The problem down down goes the problem child. Oh, uh, he rises. He knocks Connor out. Oh, McGregor's sleeping. <laughs> Jake Paul is the money champ. Jake Paul is the money. Yeah, like, can you imagine, dude? I, I that Jake up their own belt. I would just sell it all, dude. I'm done. Uh, I, I don't watch sports no more. I would just go to. The, I would go and work on a farm somewhere. And just be done. Now, I, I mean, I don't know about any. Uh, like, uh, it's kind of been slow news wise. No real fights. I mean, just waiting on the ultimate fight. Like the uh, the, the ultimate fighter coaches to do it. We talked about Holly Holm and Norma Dumont. I'm going Norma. Norma early on. Gotta go. Norma. Odds are gonna be. Take him. Your boy Sam Alvey has a fight with Wellington Terman. There you go. So, I mean, that that's an absolute fight where I don't trust either guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Emily Whitmire and Corey McKenna. I mean, these are the fights the UFC's making. Jeez. You know? Uh, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan versus Antonio Braga. I don't even know who that guy is. I don't is, even know who that gentleman is either. Jessica Alex Rose Clark Tom. and Jocelyn Edwards. All right. I love Jessica Rose Clark. Jesus, Jared Goodman. Dude. I mean, what what are we doing? Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith coming back. Valiev. That's actually nice. Ooh, that's a good fight. My boy Devontae King Cage Smith's coming back against Malarkey. Jamie Malarkey, October 2nd. Tied to Avasa and Walt Harris. That's dangerous. They don't like Walt Harris, man. I don't know yeah, what they have to against feed them. feed him to people, dude. Uh, uh, did you see what happened to... Antonio Arroyo? All right, that's something. Did you see what happened to Tatiana Suarez? Yeah, she's out again, dude. Yeah, fucked her knee up badly, apparently. That's, that sucks. So bad for her, man. She, That's... she can't catch a break. Yeah. Um, Logan Paul Anderson Silva's being discussed. What do you think of that? Come on. I, you know, I... <laughs> Crazy that. It's... Actually, that that isn't like a, a kind of intriguing fight, but I mean, also, like, you know not really. <laughs> like, I, I just saw you fight Floyd Mayweather. I think you should just call it quits. But maybe yeah. it just... Dude, I imagine the money they make in those one night things is like so, like unbelievable that it's just like why, why, why? How we can't stop? It, it just if you went to the casino and you cashed out for like twenty five million dollars every time, then why would you stop going? So right. uh, I imagine they're not going to stop going. The only big fight I would say that we got to talk about it, that was made is finally Colby Covington, Kamara Usman, UFC two sixty eight. Yeah, I don't Six? know if the number's right. Or is it eight? I don't know. That was eight. Yeah, right? Well, yeah. We, I, I was, six is coming up. Yeah, six is coming up. And seven's the one with uh, Ortega and the boys. And The boys. What do you think? I mean, the number already came out that uh, Covington's a huge underdog this time. He's like plus 230, I believe. If I read yeah, that well, correctly. So, whatever I mean, Usman's number inside the distance is, I'm smashing it with everything I have in my bank account. He's going to kill him. Plus two twenty was, uh, and I'm looking for the last time they fought. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't even have it on here, of what? course. But I will find what? that. What? Oh, there what it is. Where are the odds? Uh, Colby Covington was plus one seventy that night. So I mean, that's not that bad. Well, he's done this time. He's cooked. Just letting you know. He's plus one ninety this time on some of them. Prepare his funeral. I know he's yeah plus one ninety on DraftKings, plus two twenty on Vandal. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't see the thing is I, I just don't. It, this is like a, a bad bad matchup. I don't see how yeah. he. Uh, I mean, honestly though, you're talking about the best mixed martial artist on the planet, and Kamaru Usman, so. I don't see how anybody's going to beat him until I actually see it happen. Uh, I mean, his striking is unbelievable. You're not going to be able to take him down. Yeah, no one's ever been able to impose their will on him. He kind of has that, you know, Khabib sort of thing, but just does it in his own way. He just has that sort of dominance. Uh, I, uh, Colby had success last time putting pace and was able to stand and take shots, and I just don't yeah. see that happening this time because his striking has gotten better. Uh, but you know, maybe Colby's gotten better. You know, I, I don't know what, he, like, I, I don't know what he has to do. Something has to, he has to do something that we're not expecting in order to win this fight. You would think, right? Like, yeah, they has to pull a trick out of his bag that we just like 
like he has to be like his striking is like way more clean or you know what i'm saying like something we're just like whoa like what the fuck like but other than that like out of shocking us it's yeah it's gonna be the same thing but that Maybe was, injuries will derail him because he seems like a guy. He's had some real fu- fucked up injuries his whole life. Who Colby from wrestling and whatnot? Who? Are you talking about Colby or Usman? Uh, Usman. Oh, uh, um, yeah. You know EPO apparently too. So you never know. C- he's the, he the CEO uh, apparently. I mean, there's a- yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think other than that, you know, like injury, like injury slowed him down. Then he like loses his speed or str- loses something. You know, because the game obviously catches up to him. He's not young. He's not super young. No. Uh, so, yeah, I could see that. Other than that, I don't know who's really going to beat him. Yeah, and I just would like to say, though, that doesn't change my excitement for this fight. Like, that's right. this is still, like, the best. So the build-up's going to be nuts. It's going to be awesome. Because Usman doesn't talk shit well, but all he has to say is, I broke your jaw. Yeah, and, but that's I not. Mean, and the did. thing is, it's not going to stop that. Yeah, that it's going to happen again. Talking, dude. You're going right, to be like, yeah, yeah. okay, you're on the juice. Then he'll have to defend himself somehow from being on the juice. He's like, "Look at your pimples," you know. It's like it's gonna be it's gonna be funny, but uh, and you know what though? Like as a fight, the last time I thought it was awesome, and I just I do hope that uh, as as Colby would say, liberal Mark Goddard is not in the octagon this time. Liberal Mark Goddard. Oh We could get Herb Dean or someone that's gonna let someone get killed in there because you know that's yeah. That, those are my we that's need, my we favorite. We need a Colby death. Yeah, we we need a decisive finish this time where he's not getting up complaining. We yep. need a we need a, a true blue finish. Uh, <laughs> but I don't see you know, Masvidal's talking about how he wants to come back in uh, uh, November, December, or something like that. And Leon Edwards is talking to, talking yeah. to those two. So Give I mean, the best him. thing for the UFC would be Edwards to win that fight, and then they could have him fight Usman. But you know, uh, they don't want. Masvidal to win that fight. That's for sure. They're gonna yeah. Masvidal's gonna start getting that McGregor treatment where they're trying to put him out the pasture, but like he, but McGregor like won't go away. He keeps like make like making these big pay per views. So it's like okay, we'll keep you know we'll we'll figure out something for him to do. He'll fight some other killer. Masvidal, they're gonna start feeding him to these just animals in the fucking at the top of the welterweight division, and they'll be like, he's the main event, and you'll come watch. Everyone will be like, oh yeah, Masvidal, game bread's fighting. And he'll just be getting fucked up. Like, it won't be fair. But I don't know if you... Yeah. What do you think, though, real quick, about uh, Edwards Masvidal? Like, what would your pick be? I think I got Leon, but his cardio issues kind of scare me. And yeah. I don't know if he can stand and trade with with Jorge. And, I, you know, I, I think he can take him down. But if he can't, then what? Because he might be fucked. You know, Nate Diaz tagging him in 2021 scares me because Jorge still got it. I I, I think unless Jorge that Usman Wright popping those punches then unless that Usman Wright really just you know ended him, but I don't I don't think it did. So I mean I think anyone would have got knocked out by that punch. Yeah, so it's like right, but you know with the wear you know what it does to him afterwards. Yeah, you know I don't I don't know, but you know we'll see. I I, I would definitely favor um I would favor Jorge. I think I just he scares me. You know and and Leon's cardio. Uh, his whole career, really, but since COVID, that also scares me. I don't, I don't know if he can go three or five, even with uh, or five or even three with Jorge. Yeah, I think he might be, uh, might be in trouble. Yeah, and you know, we we shall see. I mean, that's totally like uh, up in the air. It's not like a made fight or anything, but I did see them mm-hmm. talking about it, and it makes sense because Jorge needs to fight somebody, and there's not many uh, people up there at the top of the rankings for him that he can. You know, right. He's not going to fight Colby. Obviously, he's made, he you know they've been asking for that fight for, I mean maybe Ever. he could fight Wonder Boy again. Yeah, um, you know winner of Luke Kiesa maybe, but that those two are angling for a title fight even though they necessarily you know, I mean Gilbert yeah. Burns, you know like Gilbert yeah. Burns needs somebody to fight. So there's a lot maybe there's a lot more than I'm leading on, but you know, there's like guys like Sean Brady are coming too as well. So. Right. There's a lot of shit going on. That's that might. This, I think welterweight might be my second favorite division. If we're if we're going favorite divisions, we might have to rank. It's, the still, it's definitely week. deep. Yeah, we gotta do something. There you go. Up. Next week we're gonna. Next there you go. We just figured it out. Next week we're gonna rank the UFC divisions from top to bottom, women included. We gotta include the women. Yep. You know what? Even though some of these might be a little a little sparse. You know, featherweight. <laughs> there's not even rankings, dude. Featherweight. It's literally just her with the championship and then a blank column. So. <laughs> Nobody else. Nobody else. No. No Norma. Where's Norma? 
Yeah, you got to put her up there somewhere. Put Norma up there. God damn it. Other than that, do you have any parting uh, knowledge for for us and the 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 listener, the loyal listeners of this podcast? Did you notice when uh, Macy Barber won in her post fight speech? She uh, she came up. She started talking about this this uh, movement or group that apparently um, they like try to rescue. Uh, what the fuck? What am I saying? Jeez, um, I can't think of the damn. My brain's overheating. Oh boy! Sexually trafficked uh, kids, kids that are in the they. It's like this group. I forget what they're called. Um, she like is a part of it apparently, and they they rescue kids, and they've they've claimed to rescue thousands, but they have a they're like very QAnon. Oh god! Uh, yeah, it's like a charity kind of thing, and the founder of it has this long history of being in the FBI or the Jeffrey CIA. <laughs> it's just this whole thing, and it's—I think it's called "Rise Up for Children." And she, she was talking Literally about "Rise Up bit. for Children." Macy Barber was yeah. involved in a government conspiracy, <laughs> and they, everything apparently associated with this group is like bullshit. There's a whole really good article on Bloody Elbow about it. It's really good. It just seems very sketchy and very shady. They—they they want to do good things, which is good because obviously that's that's a huge issue going on right now. But a lot of weird weirdness associated with that group. They lie about things. They they apparently siphon money and steal money from people who like donate, quote unquote, donate to the charity. Um, very weird, very weird. So Macy Barbie involved with them is uh, definitely interesting. Yeah, you know, she said she was going to win the belt, be the youngest ever champion. That didn't happen. So she's a little delusional. Kind of got to monitor going forward. I think you have to be though, but you know that's a little concerning. That way, you just told me. I mean, yeah. in a competitive nature, I think you have to be a little delusional. But right in the Q and nonsense, you know, you kind of gotta <laughs> rein that in. But yeah, what are we doing there? Uh, what else? I, yeah, I don't think there's a uh, bum of the week. I think unanimous bum of the week has to be Nico Montano. Yeah, I mean, like, again. Yeah, she seems like she's always involved in something like this. Uh, I hope everything's all right with uh, whatever's going on. Because if you miss weight by seven or eight pounds, you just don't give a fuck about life or anything like that. So, uh, I hope she is cut. Honestly, she should be on cut watch, and she should just figure out what's. I mean, I don't know how many times we have to do this. You know, right? Where we just make a fight for her, and she. I don't think she really wants to fight. So, um, have to. One FC heavyweight championship, Aryan. Arjan Bueller, Bueller wants one and UFC to do another trade so he can get Stipe Miocic as an opponent in 1FC. Stipe was kind of playing into this too as well. Yeah, and hey, listen, he, you know, why not? Why not angle for it? And if Dana White's going to continue to fuck you over in your eyes, I don't know the logistics, if, but if he's going to keep doing this, why not? You know, I mean, I, I don't know how his contract's set up, but... You know, maybe one of these top heavyweights, John, Francis, Stipe, maybe one of them has to go somewhere else. Maybe one of them has to retire. I mean, that won't probably do anything. Maybe one of them goes to one or Bellator or somewhere else. Maybe then Dana will be like, all right, I'm, I fucked up. You know, because we have the th- top three heavyweights right now just doing nothing. We have Cyril Gaon and Derek Lewis going for the belt when you have John Jones, Francis, and Stipe. That's 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 not what should be happening. Um, Stipe said he shouldn't have to wait for a winner and he should get a trilogy fight. I... I I agree, I guess. But, I mean, he would just get fucked up even worse, you know? I hope no one buys that fight, to be honest. Yeah, me too. I yeah, hope it tanks. I, 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 I mean, think it will. I, you know, it's just like the the absolute like slap in the face to the people who like watch this every week. And it's like, yeah, you know, we can basically make any fucking people fight and put a belt yeah. on the line and you guys will buy it. And it's like, yeah. nah, actually not, dude. We, we, that's a, that, that is a, f- a fight night card. And not even a good yeah. one at that. But, Just with a know. belt that, and it's not even a legit belt. It's yeah. an interim belt that shouldn't even be an interim belt. Yep. And, I mean, a couple of the under like Aldo's fight, like the, a couple of big names. That's gonna be the that, co-main. That's fire. Yeah, that's a great fight. But you know, seventy dollars or however many they, how much they cost now? I don't know about that. Yeah. Kind of fucking. Tours and Angela Hills on the main card. No thanks. You know, what a, I'm good. No thank you. And. That about wraps it up for me. I don't know about you if you, you know, and now, now I know Macy Barber's involved in QAnon, so now there you go. <laughs> I'm questioning everything right now. Yeah, she's involved with a group that lies about 
saving sexually uh, trafficked kids, even though they still do it. So, but they still lie about it, too, which is fucked up. But uh, nothing. Uh, go Phils, making big moves. Freddie Galvez. Freddie Galvez is back. Uh, go Dodgers. Trey Turner is here to stay. Corey Seager, future Philly, maybe next off season. Need a shortstop. He's available. Yeah, we need a lot too. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, go Sixers and beat or Simmons is still a Sixer. I like how we. I like the draft. I like who we got. I don't, where is Freddie Galvez going to play? He's playing shortstop. He'll probably be a defensive, like kind of replace uh, sometimes. Yeah, I'm sure he'll play against. Sir, I don't know how, what his splits are, lefty righty, but I'm sure he'll play somewhere, somewhere against someone. I think he can play the, the most of the infield. Didi uh, is, uh, I don't know, not good. I guess he definitely can't play shortstop. Yeah, he's uh, not. He's yeah. not that. He's not hitting anymore. So, so there's no point. There's no use for him. So I guess maybe he'll just play shortstop every you know other day. They'll make a, a platoon role. The best man make the best man win. Whoever's hitting at the time, play him because they need they need some help. The Mets getting bias kind of sucks. Braves making moves. I feel like the Phillies still have a move. Maybe did the deadline pass actually? Yeah, deadline's passed. Oh, jeez. And you know what, folks? I, I I imagine some MMA guy is sitting at home just angrily beating his meat right now, saying, "Why the fuck are they talking about baseball right now?" <laughs> so with that, if he gets folks, up, if he got, he might have closed out. I will. Yeah, he already closed out. But with that, folks, I will say thank you so much for listening. And we will see you Until next week. Next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We will see you one of these days. Wednesday next week, and uh, th- it winds up coming out on Thursday or Friday anyway. So I don't think it matters. Yeah, but exactly. this is going to come out right now. So get get ready, folks. Get ready, folks.